1: Hi, Talkers. Thanks for hanging out with Lori and Julia today. It is hour three on this cold, cold Thursday. Lori and Julia are here to take you guys home, so let's have some fun. Turn up
2: the heat, and if you want to turn up the heat, we've got two great trailers posted for you. Okay, so we've got the Elvis, Mm -hmm. Boz Luhrmann's trailer. It's a three-minute trailer. It'll give you goosebumps, I swear to God. And then the other trailer that I had Holly post for us is Chris, Paramount Movies has dropped the official trailer for a movie called The Contractor, which is reuniting Chris Pine and Ben Foster, who they starred as brothers in the uh, Oscar-nominated Western crime film Heller High Water, which is a terrific movie if you've never seen oh, it. Oh yeah, so so good. And according to the movie trailer, Pine plays Special Forces Sergeant James Harper Who's involuntarily discharged from the army, cut off from his pension, in debt, out of options, desperate to provide for his family. So he contracts with a private underground military force. Oh. Kiefer Kiefer Sutherland stars as the tatted up mastermind of the underground military group. And uh, uh, Ben Foster appears to play a fellow brother in arms who gets involved in a vengeance plot. So.
3: It kinda, kinda looked. Actually, good. it looks really good because I'm sorry, Chris Pine. Mm. He doesn't have to act; he just has to look into the camera. Yeah, he doesn't. He looks does good. He looks his good. eyes. I forget who his famous dad is, but oh my word! Yeah, and he's making. He's a specimen. He's yeah, he is. he's making his
2: directorial directorial debut later this year with the movie called Pool Man. And he, of course, is reprising his role as Captain Kirk in the fourth installment of the Star Trek.
1: And I love that. Yeah. You love
3: those Star Trek movies?
1: Yeah. And I he's... never really liked Star Trek too much, but right? I think J.J. Abrams with enough well, uh, yeah, cinematography. Were, that
3: first one. Yeah. Have I you see liked him,
2: I watched, I know the first one yeah, that J.J. Spa- Abrams
1: did. They're good mm-hmm. space movies. They're good. But Robert Pine was his father. I don't know who that he's is. He's
3: someone famous. They I mean, he's... because he's got a famous dad, because we would recognize him. He was in
1: Chips for yes, a long time. Yes. Yes.
3: Yes. Yes. He's so good looking with that. Square jaw, yeah, yeah. He's really in these piercing, piercing blue eyes. Yes, thank you. He was yep. in Chips. And uh, for those of you who are just going on, that was a TV show. Yeah, yeah. The contractor,
2: the contractor will be released April first, and it will be in theaters and digital and all demand on all the same date. Which is one thing it doesn't give me good hope nope. for the movie. Yeah,
1: when they do that now, I feel like that's like straight, straight to. Straight to VHS back in the yeah. day. That that that'll
2: no. An annual sign of our times, the Vanity Fair Hollywood uh, issue issue is um, is out. Is it's out. It's the
3: magazine that still is published,
2: and it involves Swans, Idris Elba, Benedict Cumberbatch, and um, Nicole Kidman in a cheerleading leading outfit that people are very mad about. It looks like there's not usually the the Hollywood issue. They're all. It's one photo shoot where they're right. all on reclining and they're on a Hang couch out. hanging out together these are like 10
3: individual vandy fair and it's probably because they couldn't get the people together and stuff like that but possibly but, but
2: idris alba in a bathtub in a robe is my favorite cover.
3: but it really is silly because i think um nicole, nicole kidman looks silly well she's be- an accomplished actress and here she is in a in a cheerleading s- it's the Mew Mew line, and right
2: now, like the the face of it is Haley Bieber. It's very much something you'd wear in your twenties, you know. But For if Bring It On, the TV yeah, show Cheerleaders, yeah, and very much uh, Baby One More Time, and uh, people are mad about it. If that's
3: truly her
2: stomach and abs,
3: mm-hmm. I applaud her.
2: Well, yeah, but it's like it's stupid. She's this accomplished actress. Is it still because she's 54 that we have to say, oh, look at that. You know, look yeah. at her abs of steel yeah. or whatever. People are not happy about it. Would love to hear the concept Vanity Fair. Pitch to her. Pitch to her. You got Benedict Cumberbatch is with swans and getting out of a bathtub. It soaking doesn't make wet. sense. Idris is lounging in a bathtub looking like James Bond, if you ask me. Um, Kristen Stewart is absolutely terrible laying on a. Is that a diving board out jutting out over the skyline of New York City? It's, stupid, it's very Lord. bad.
3: The, I don't get the art direction in this at all. No. No, we don't get it. You know who wants to come back to Magic Mike? Who? Three? Matthew McConaughey. What was his name? Oh, come on. Dallas. 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 So if you saw the first Magic Mike, Matthew McConaughey was kind of like the, the story of redemption. Yes, mm-hmm. it was a story of redemption, but he was kind of the the um, nightclub where the male strippers would be, he was kind of the... The MC. The MC, exactly. And he loved the movie.
1: Is that the guy that would say, let's welcome Candy to the stage? Yes. "Ah But it was,
3: you know, let's welcome the boys.
1: Yes, yes. Um, And he was as good
3: looking as the the, strippers. And He was before the Dallas Buyers Club. Yes, before he lost all the way for the Dallas Buyers Club, which we think altered his face. Um... But he is said, to he was being interviewed and said Magic Mike is getting remade. And he said... Um, I hope someone calls me. He said uh, he didn't know if he's going to be in it. Channing Tatum. Channing, call me, bro. I haven't heard from you. Oh, that'd be... And he said wow. um, he'd have to read the script, but it was a hell of a lot of fun doing the first one. Those were good movies. Yeah. I'm real happy about that. I'm, I'm going to go see Dog this weekend. For sure. Yeah. I
2: am. Because uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see my mom this weekend. Oh, nice. She's like... I haven't gone to a movie Since in a movie here. here. Yes. We didn't even go in October. Cause like Washington was like more shut down than Washington. Here, whatever. Yeah. And so, um, so yeah, I said, I think this would be a movie like everyone could agree on because when you're doing a group movie, which there's like five of us,
1: Oh, that never works out. It's usually, There's always a sacrifice. It's,
2: it's someone, but I'm like, Mom, I think I think this one is going to be a win. A, I think a win. that one
3: you can sell. Yeah. You know who's on Jimmy Kimmel tonight is Ringo Starr. Oh, he is because he's yeah. got that
2: book out. And he's,
3: Sean White, yeah. Oh, that'll be a good mm-hmm. one. I think it will be. Look at the clips
2: uh, for Jimmy tomorrow. We'll have to take a look and see. Because Ringo, I feel like, is great couch. He would be great couch. Oh, yeah. Jimmy, if he posts stuff, he usually posts on Twitter. But, um, yeah, he's... I love Ringo Starr. I do, too. I do, too. And he's got this book of photographs that he's put out. That's what he's promoting. Oh, that's what he's promoting, his And kind of pictures that we haven't seen and... You know, peace and love, everybody. Peace and love.
3: Peace and love. That's what we got to say. Okay, so um, what else is happening? Well, the Big
2: Push is coming out next week. We'll see um, maybe more of the Batman people out What's his about. He was Robert on a show Pattinson. last night. Yep, it's already started. Um, he auditioned for Batman. He did. He did. He said... Uh, He's, he's said, um, he said he wanted to do it, and people were just like, he truly pursued it. He, years ago, you know, maybe he wouldn't have done it, but he wanted to play it because he loves playing freaks. And... Um,
3: Isn't that funny?
2: I mean, if you stop and just think about how many Batmans we've had and everything, and um, Zoe Kravitz is going to be the Catwoman, and she's giving interviews, she's covering Elle magazine for the month of March and talking about how she, you know, her husband, her ex husband is an incredible human being. He's a she's, human.
3: She's um he was a human being. She fell in love with to-
2: Channum on um P, P Island. Island. Kitty Island. We'll call mm-hmm. it Kitty Island. And um the one thing she did say is she had to shut down her Instagram because people gave her so much crap about her beautiful uh Met Gala gown. It was a
3: chain link swimsuit cover up.
2: Yeah, it was. It and she was. just wore a g-string yeah. and like a triangle bra, and yeah. it was very. She it was she very it beach. Off. Well, sure, but it didn't. It was weird. I know, but like people just were really. She said, "It's just a body. We all got them." the The fact that people don't think what they say affects the celebrity because you're not a person to them is crazy. I'm a human being. We've, I want to okay. We've defend heard. We
3: have heard more of that lately than ever before. Yeah. From celebrities saying, come listen, on, I'm sensitive. Listen, you and I will get one e-
2: bad oh. email b- between the two of us. Like, we really, it, her- it, it hurts when someone it does says Fix on Instagram, you- I like Julia, but I hate Lori or whatever. Right. I mean, and I know you're not like, okay, you don't know that person or whatever, but imagine it then magnified by gazillions by, of people. Yeah. We get one and it I can see why people just disable their Instagram comments. That would be the way I would cruise around in celebrity land. um, Right. Because it would just be too much having people, I guess even 50 Cent, you know, got a little taste of his Madonna uh,
3: because he made a little rounder. Yes, and he he got a taste of... Um, Making fun of Madonna's butt, like, what is she doing here? Why are you posting this? Look at people, your age. And then people were like, what Why are you doing? doing
2: hanging upside down like a whole dollar bill?
3: Yeah. <laughs> that is so perfect. Yeah. I really think so. Yeah. Yeah, because he did look so... Um, puffy. Puffy,
2: but it also is because it just goes to show you when you're 27, you can hang from a ceiling with bumping and grinding women, and look good. But when you're 45, or whatever it is... You need
3: to wear a scarf. You need to be standing up <laughs> next to these people. That's true. The blood rushing to your head is terrible. And you need to wear a scarf. Right.
2: Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway.
3: I love it, kind of, that he was getting crap, but still, at the same time, it's not right. No, I know It's it, so not so right. It doesn't
2: feel good. No, it, really it doesn't, doesn't at all. All right, listen, we'll be right back with the Dirt Alert.
1: Is a My Talk Dirt Alert.
2: Dirt alert, dirt alert dirt Holly, dirt alert. thank you so much for posting the trailer for Elvis. It's made us so
0: happy today. Oh, well, that's exactly what I was going to kick off this <laughs> Dirt Alert with today because it is finally here. The trailer for Boz Luhrmann's film, Elvis. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts, ladies? It looks really great. good. Yes. Yeah. Now this movie has been, you know, delayed because of COVID. Mm-hmm. It's been in the works for years. Austin Butler singing as Elvis. Your critique of his voice? Well, I, I, I thought he
2: sounded great. You know, uh, I thought he sounded good. Yeah. yeah. Now, I guess the middle Elvis is going to be a blend of using Elvis and Austin Butler.
0: Oh, like uh, middle Elvis? You mean post army Elvis? Yes. All right. And mm-hmm. pre sequent jumpsuit Elvis. Yes. If we are yes. on the appropriate yes. Elvis timeline. Now, Boz Luhrmann said of uh, this movie, it's going to uh, explore Elvis's life in three sections, mm-hmm. with Boz Luhrmann calling Elvis's life a great canvas to explore America.
2: Oh, my gosh. She's got a, I mean, he likes to work with a lot of the same people, but it just looked like a beautiful movie. I, I'm very excited about this. And Colonel Tom Parker, played by. Tom Hanks, he had a Dutch accent, a very strong Dutch accent. So yeah. Tom Hanks is doing the accent right, if you're wondering.
0: Yeah, yeah, because Colonel Tom Parker was from the Netherlands, mm-hmm. and that is, well, um, they'll probably get into it, but Colonel Tom Parker, well, you know, he didn't want to leave the United States because perhaps he was afraid he would never be yeah, back in. Yeah, he immigrated here illegally with his parents. Yeah, okay. so Elvis is in theaters mm-hmm. June 24th. Yeah. Did you watch I'm it? I'm just going to see
3: what day that, that's got to be a Friday. Yeah. Well, we did you uh, take a
0: look at it, Holly? Did you think it looked good? Yeah, I watched the whole thing. Yeah. this is the best trailer for a movie I've seen in a long time. I yeah, it looks really good, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, this actually was very exciting, and you know, uh, you always walk in a little skeptical, but uh, I I love Moulin Rouge Baz mm-hmm. Luhrmann's uh, oh. musical. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's one of my so favorites, and that CD Bean.
3: soundtrack is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that movie.
0: Oh, Julia. I yes. love that movie. Yes. So if it has any relation to Moulin Rouge, then yes, please. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have some more. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, another movie trailer that actually was quite exciting. And you were talking about this movie in the previous segment, the Batman with Robert Pattinson. Yeah. We're learning that he had a special request concerning his costume. What was that? He needed a pee hole. Well, he did. That's yes. too much work getting yes. out of that latex rubber suit every day. Yeah. So Robert Patton <laughs> said said he got some advice from former Batman Christian Bale, and he said I was a bit scared to ask him anything, but I did bump into him, and I was next to the urinal, and I guess it just inspired me to say the first you know ask what some advice, and Christian Bale said the first thing you need to do in the bat suit is figure out a way to pee. Yeah. Yeah. And so then he went to the costume department. Robert Pattinson did He said, I need a patch. I need a flap on the back. Mm-hmm. Easy access. Mm-hmm. He said, "I pee sitting down.
2: Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman,
1: To the gym to work out
0: pretty sure that's j-lo and p.s the person behind all of this
1: is chris jenner
0: llc we drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends
1: blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube channel
3: (laughs) that's funny yeah was basically a gusset yeah i'm a gusset
0: yeah i you know wearing those latex suits Oof. i don't yeah laurie
3: you wore something like that once didn't you uh, a, a, a latex dress or something No, once.
2: No, no. Just even getting them
3: off. on and off. You need cornstarch because yeah, we had a dominatrix
2: tell us that once.
0: Well, yeah, easy in. <laughs> That's how you easy get out. out. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. The implications, the gynecological implications of wearing one of those yeah. on a daily basis. Hey, the day is here. Mohammed Hadid's Bel Air mansion is being demolished. Oh (gasps) my gosh. His neighbors
3: must be so happy. So many years and so much money that he spent, that the fighting spent. He ruined the hillside of that
0: part of town. Town, that canyon. Oh my gosh. Yep. It is being demolished. Now photos have been taken this week showing the beginnings of the process of dismantling that illegally constructed 30,000 square foot house following a ruling in 29 that said that the structure was a danger to the public. Wow. Yeah. Now, in 2017, Muhammad Hadid pleaded no contest to criminal charges around the construction of this Was ordered to do 200 hours of community service, pay $3,000 in fines. And as you can see uh, in these photographs, aerial photography, man, what a, just what a, what a waste.
2: Yeah, no (laughs) kidding.
0: And, you know, to the people's point in Bel Air, it is a dangerous to the community because that's a part of Los Angeles that's highly affected by fires mm-hmm. by by flooding by all of the elements, so- yeah,
2: and he just kept building it even though he was wasn't supposed to and what a fool's errand because he spent so much money on this right. ugly ugly looking house it looked a, like
3: he was a building spaceship. yeah
2: hotel the beverly hills courier for the last like five or six years the, we the SAG to, Awards, there, that we used to there would always be like just letters to the editors yes, and stories this about going it. on. people in beverly hills were furious about if that you place. can
3: imagine like one of the prettiest neighborhoods in the twin cities and someone just came in and decided to build something that dwarfed everybody everybody mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and ruined your vi- your sight lines and everything
0: yeah, now this uh, property was sold at auction in December for $5 million to a developer who agreed to pay to have the home demolished within nine months of the sale. So they did follow through on that promise. And that uh, Sahara Construction reportedly revealed this week that it will not be able to use a wrecking ball to destroy the property because of its size. So they're dismantling it slowly. And
2: they, Does he pay for that, Mohammed? Uh, no. The, the, no, the con- con- developer. Okay. Yeah,
0: so they bought it at, you know fire sale price, no pun intended, and so they're taking it down, and they'll probably, I mean, geez, you could build something on that that is sound that would make a lot of money. Hmm. So, I think that's probably what they're going to plan on doing. Daniel Craig has a little bit of gossip about the Queen. Oh, do tell. Okay, so you remember back in 2012 in the London Olympics when Daniel Craig played James Bond in the opener for the Olympics with the Queen. Well, he said that the queen is very funny behind the scenes and that he cracked a joke or she cracked a joke and then he cracked a joke. And so they had a funny repertoire also, the queen, very fond of her corgis and uh, he rolled around on the floor with them. She gave permission. Yeah, they
2: Buckingham Palace wanted to get some other news out there today because <laughs> yep. Parliament is going to be investigating how Prince Andrew yep. is paying all of this, and there's articles about why are we still paying for the monarchy?
0: Well, yeah, you know there.
2: Having- she didn't have to sign an NDA. I'm just going to
3: tell you one of the big, big, big things. It used to be is tourism. It's a huge draw, Laurie.
2: Julia, the taxpayers don't care. About I know that. that the tourists would come anyway.
3: Yes, I per How mm-hmm. can they get rid of oh that queen what's happened in the last 5 years mm-hmm. has really been detrimental to
0: you know her legacy yeah the monarchy it really has had a bad run yeah the monarchy has had a rough go of it you know even going back all throughout the twentieth century, man, it was a it was a roller coaster of drama, even preceding Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, some of the reports from the Telegraph saying that that settlement between Prince Andrew and Virginia Dufresne is upwards of sixteen million dollars. Then people questioning, well, where did Prince Andrew get the sixteen million dollars to pay that settlement? And there are reports on how the money moves. Now, you know, the Queen and Prince Charles they pull a salary, and so whatever they do with that right. salary is up to them. It's their money, mm-hmm. and so some people speculating perhaps that that money came from one of the queen's duchies and that that's how that money gets funneled there. Yeah. You know, all the people that are looking for the receipts over there. So, yeah, they you know, are. why not have a cute story about Queen Elizabeth and her corgis and hot Daniel Craig to dis- distract from all of that? That's right, because Charles is being investigated, too, for his foundation. Yeah. They're well, not out of the woods yet. You know, it's not the first time that Queen Elizabeth and Prince Charles have had their finances scrutinized, no, and I feel I like it is not going to be the last. No. All right, Holly,
2: thanks for that good dirt today. You're welcome. We appreciate it. We're going to find out about traffic. Maybe we've got a theory or two coming up.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. let's take a look at your traffic here before we get to theories.
2: Okay, so here is a theory. Well, I mean, this will be a duh for dog owners. Okay. But this is the first time that we have had a study, a demonstration, um, to prove what dog owners have always known. And this, this story was published It's a new journal for me, uh, Grant, because you are a great dog lover, and I know Brittany is too, but the mm-hmm. the fantastic uh, journal called Animal Cognition. Oh, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> it's where I got this. And um, so, you know how dog owners will see their beloved pups' ears perk up after they hear a familiar sound. Oh, but yeah. Do our furry friends really connect a voice with a certain person? Yes. Fascinating new research out of Hungary. So what they did is they've collected evidence that dogs recognize their owners by voice alone and that canines will utilize some of the very same voice properties their humans do. So they got 20 pairs of dogs and their owners to play hide and seek in a lab and the human owners That's hid so behind one of two large blocks placed on either side of the room while a complete stranger hid behind the other block and everything was identical with the blocks and once they were out of from sight the owners spoke to the dogs while the strangers did the same okay the words were totally neutral they just read various recipes out loud Each dog's task, of course, was to correctly identify the box their owner was hiding behind. The dogs identified the correct owner. Now, they're just reading recipes, so they're not doing any inflection, anything, 82% of the time. Don't you believe them?
3: I totally believe it.
1: Can yeah. you believe that, Grant? Yeah, our furry friends are smart. They are actually very smart yep. and emotional. That's another thing people don't realize is they can be just as emotional as we are.
2: So. They make right? use of the same voice prior So if two voices, you know, differ in a property that matters for a dog. So they did other kind of things. For instance, if the owner's voice and the stranger's voice differed significantly significantly in terms of pitch and noisiness, it could be easier. But it's the first demonstration. That they've done that dogs can tell apart their owner's voice from many others, and it shows the dogs make use of some. Of the same voice properties as humans do to recognize who's, but
3: talking. this for a dog owner is a no brainer. I know, like yeah. you said, it's a study. Dog. Dog. They just haven't, they just haven't
1: really, really
2: right. studied it. Yeah,
1: and that's a unique way to do it, like you said. You know, get Putting them in a him room, room, playing hide and seek, playing hide and, and seek, and
2: everybody's just reading from a recipe.
1: Yeah, because, not your hey, Junior. You know, you're not using your your voice that you would with him. You're just going to straight up hey, Junior. And that they could tell by who you are. That's pretty amazing. Pretty amazing, right? Okay,
2: now here's a a theory. We've been, um, you know, wondering how we can get out of uh, things. Here's a new new way that people are canceling plans with friends and calling in sick. And it's uh, eye strain. I got eye strain. For looking at the
3: computer.
1: That's right. Oh, this that's is believable.
3: Right. No.
2: This
1: is believable. I mean, headaches, yes, I get it. Okay. The, those blue glasses that they have. Right. I get it. Okay,
3: I believe that, because what did I say to you today? I was looking, running around the station looking for Celine. You were? And I'm like I my eyes feel so tired from my contacts.
2: You have digital eye
3: strain, Julia. You've been on TV, you've well, it been isn't. looking at Mappets, you've been reading your No, I just have been in front of a screen for yeah. the last 2 days big mm. time and my eyes hurt. Yeah. So I get that. So it's not COVID anymore. It's not exposed to COVID because if you were exposed or thought someone was, yeah. you could use that one forever. Half of Americans
2: will cancel plans and call in sick if their eyes are just I'm, tired.
3: I'm giving you a heads train. up tomorrow, Grant. <laughs> I <Right>. strain <laughs> along with a little hip hip pain. The average person. I'm just in one upper body
2: lower body the average person cancels their plans 6 times a year because of digital eye
0: strain well
3: this is good we're so behind on this one so we've got some six freebies and people <laughs> and people are also um you know True. they've we neglected
2: do. their eye health they haven't had an eye exam which is so important yes. or whatever right. like that um so they just have and you know your eyes it's they they change a lot. A lot. And they change. Especially in your
3: 40s and early 40s. I feel you know, like my, my eyes-
2: prescription has been changing since I was 13 years old. And I got bifocals when I was 13. Then I didn't need them anymore. I mean, they are just a. Yeah. They're just a. They're a marvel. And I never want one gouged out based on some of the recent shows I've seen. Yellowstone. Lately. <laughs> Yellowstone. All of us are dead. I've oh. seen so much eye gouging. Didn't they do this in
3: Reacher, too?
1: I yes, think? Okay. Yes, well, yes, oh, Reacher. yes. I'm sorry. Yes. And yes. I
3: don't ever want to have a wound and have a, someone push their thumb and hard on right. it. Oh, <laughs> so, I
1: remember that part, too. Okay, so I'll never forget. So when we just got to yeah. appreciate
3: our peepers. All right. and
2: maybe 100%. Make an yeah. Appreciate
1: our peepers. peepers yes. I love that. That's a t-shirt right there. There it <laughs> is.
2: Okay.
3: Um, what did you want to say, Joe? You had some peeper, eyeball, gouging. No, no just that it's it. your eyes change so much. And like... If you, and even the type of lenses, because now there's like a triple bifocal, there's a this bifocal, and sometimes it's just, it's maddening trying to figure out what part of the glasses to look at. Right. Because there's nothing like not being able to see though. Yeah. Oof. Now here is
2: a theory for you. Okay. Beach lovers rejoice. New research from the University of Buffalo and the University of Puerto Rico reports that being out in the sun... May lead to a lower breast cancer risk. Okay, so they did this study in Puerto Rico, and they reported that P- sun exposure is associated with a lower risk of breast cancer. And they took into account like skin pigmentation difference differences among the people, mm-hmm. but they think it's the. As long as you get exposure without sunburn that's of course key but the internal production of vitamin D it's critical when the skin is exposed to sun that's why many people will say like here in cold states if you're not get, take your vitamin D massive quantities for your mood yes. which um, one are we talking about vitamin here? D vitamin D the,
1: the, vitamin, the vitamin D in the,
2: the pill okay good not right. vitamin ding dong dong <laughs> what's that the
3: Big D, yeah,
2: that, you know, that brightens up your day but a little thing bit you're too. See oh,
3: you guys. Like, oh my!
1: Did you just hear her? Yeah, I took her down that road. Wow!
3: Oh. Way to call me out. How do you know? Well, I
2: mean, only from. How do from you know? Just I'm making massive assumptions. Yeah, Julia. I think you are. But I did find this study in the Cancer Epi- Epidemiology, Biomarkers, and Prevention Journal. And they've had other studies that have focused on connection between sun exposure and breast cancer risk. And they wanted to do it somewhere where it was sunny all year long. And it it presented, it had consistent results. And they just were like, as long as you are doing the sunscreen. Right. Yeah, being in the sun is actually good and I miss. For your... I mean,
3: the feeling of that mm-hmm. sun on your face, and oh, I loved it.
1: Isn't it crazy how we, like, you know, when we go on vacation here after about a month or two months of being in the winter, and then you go to like a warm place, and the minute that sun, that warm sun, hits it's, your skin, feels so good. you can feel it just right. getting into you. Oh I
3: like a sunny day driving into work, and I feel it through my windshield. Yes, I'm like, oh, that feels good. Yeah. Hmm. I don't. Just why our right hands have. More spots, yeah. More, more freckles, yeah. Look at your
1: right. <laughs> oh, hand my arm hand. in the summertime, my right arm because I put it out the window right. constantly is burnt much more than my left. Yeah, hand.
2: yeah, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Um, anyway, those those are the theories that they, they we- were specially brought to you today. I wanted a dog one. I wanted the eye string because I want people to get eye exams. And I did the these were all breast cancer one because our friend Stephanie Hansen, You know, it's been eleven years since celebrating since cancer free
3: yeah, so well, when we come back, I've got some new shocking news that won't shock you about our friend Tommy Cruise. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. right. we'll be back all right. So something that always gets our little antenna up is any information on Tom Cruise because I feel like we've been obsessed some way or another with him for most of our life. Um, Tom Cruise's first manager. Eileen Berlin, who is now 86, wow. who was the first person to sign him on and give him a place to live in New York City, yeah, is she, talking. Oh, she is. She she's discovered talk, him. She did discover him. So she's talking about being a circuit mother before he was a big star. She's sharing photos, and she's talking about um, that he, even as an unknown actor, he presented talent agents. She he has charisma. Her, No, he asked her, I've got these 11 demands. So when he was in risky business, he was unknown. But he went in with these demands. I want to be top billing. I want to have first class accommodations. He had all these different things that he wanted. um, The demands that he put up, the most favorable dressing room. And she decided to share some of the original photos of him when he was just a kid. You know, his dad left when he was 14. His dad was a big bully. He... At one point in his time, studied to be a priest. Tom Cruise did. Mm-hmm. Got kicked out after he did a prank. His mom got remarried.
2: It's, it's starting to explain so much so how much. easily influenced he was by Scientology.
1: Yeah, this guy sh- needed something to latch on to. wasn't his
2: first movie with uh, the, you know, Rumblefish or whatever, yeah, the Francis Ford Coppola with Patrick Swayze, all those guys.
3: I don't know yet, but I'm just going to tell you this. So she said it. Ex- so much of what she knew about him back when he was 18 to 20 Two, when she was with him, was explained in his hair triggering temper mm-hmm. blowout and the mm-hmm. mission of possible, possible seven set. She said she witnessed this behavior when he was a teenager. Uh-huh. Huge fits of rage. She said they were fueled by his father's bullying. Bullying accumulated in him turning a birthday present into a makeshift missile that hit her in the face. Wow. She, he would spend hours in front of a mirror for, to get his face right for his photo shoot. He was obsessed with how he looked. The plastic um, surgery rumors that surround him in adulthood also make sense because he was so obsessed with himself. And she called him Tommy. Had many faces. You see it in the photos, and she's got all these photos, blah, blah, blah. But she goes on to say, um, "There's when she looks at the first photos, there's contempt, there's arrogance, frustration, charm, sadness. I saw all those in his moods. But what I've never, ever seen is a real display of happiness in Tommy. He was always very, very ambitious, very, very determined to be a star. Mm. That made him a perfectionist. That's what drove him when I managed him, and I'm sure that's what drives him now. But she just said, it's so sad that he has never had happiness in his life. And um, she just... Is this, a, does
2: she have a book out, or is she
3: just she's reminiscing? She's just kind of reminiscing. She's 86 it, uh, and sharing all these old okay. photos. Oh, And great. I don't know if it's with a book, but she just said, but the only work he landed with her was a bit part in the weepy endless love in endless which she played second fiddle to um, Brooke, Star- Brooke Shields. Yeah, 1981. He told and then it, he
2: did Taps. She must have got him into Taps. Okay. Because that was the next well, movie Well, she said he 81. told us
3: he needed them to manage him, and then he mm-hmm. signed down with them. But he wasn't making enough money in his, for himself, so we gave him a place to live. Um, he just said that he was sweet, always addressed her as "ma'am" and him as "sir," but just had this temper, obsessed yeah. with himself, and it just kind of makes sense. just kind of makes sense that he was always looking for something. Like he looked to religion to be a he priest. married
2: an older woman, older he was woman was 24, looking for who turned him on to right? Scientology, Mimi Rogers, yeah. He was like 24 and she was 36
3: yeah so that's very
2: intoxicating yeah combination of ages so really the outsiders is the movie he made with Swayze and Rob Lowe Francis Ford Coppola based on S.E. Hinton's book yes and that was 1983 that we all read Ponyboy mm-hmm. let's and- see
3: she said he'd walk around in his underwear, and she said she was embarrassed, but he liked to show off his body. He had great pride in it. He was working on perfection. He worried that he was only five foot seven. He said that he would like some shoes that would lift him up a bit. Yeah, we're talking about he Tom does, he's he's
2: he He's been a devoted. There's a guy in Beverly Hills that does amazing lifts. Stallone, Arnold, Keith Urban. Because
3: um, they used to be more obvious lifts, they were, but now they're. No, Good, right, and and even if you look at a Sorel mm-hmm. with the built-in wedge, mm-hmm. some of them they can make look like a typical normal shoe that I wear because they're lifts. I yeah. mean, you know, kind of things. I'm mm-hmm. sure. And she said that um, t- Tommy was built has built an aura around himself. I think he will do whatever it takes to preserve his youthful image as long as that's possible, and will always fart, fight anything that stands in his way. And she just said and he's going to um, be
2: very lonely.
3: Controlling tendencies were on full display way back when. Yeah. So anyway, Hmm. I wish.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? You can't fix people, Julia. Mm-hmm. We can't. He needs therapy,
3: and Scientologists don't believe in therapy. Yeah. And then they had a nice blow-up match and some other things, but I'll read more about it tomorrow. But yeah, I so really- she was his agent in
2: the beginning. In the
3: beginning, and she found him a manager mm-hmm. in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's so- pretty...
2: I hope she gets a birthday. I hope she gets the Christmas cake from I don't know that she
3: does anymore. And especially after talking right now, she's caught. Well, I don't think she said anything bad. We have never heard anything
2: from her before. No, you're right about that. Uh, Maybe now she won't get a Christmas cake because she did tell us this. But I'm glad she's told us this,
3: right? Gosh, you just want to get into some of these agents. I wish they would just do tell-alls. What are we? um, Is there anything that we're watching tonight? Tonight? The ice skating? At the mm-hmm. Olympics, um, if you haven't watched Tinder Swindler, yeah, um, Simon Livov, mm-hmm. um, who is the guy that was the Tinder Swindler, mm-hmm. has gotten so much love <laughs> from his Tinder swindling. Oh, that uh, L.A. based manager Gina Rodriguez has signed him. No, and she ha- has clients like Mama June. But she has plans to make a new to parlay his new Netflix fame into an entertainment okay, career. Okay,
2: okay. Have then you watched the Tinder? No, I haven't. Of- I haven't watched it yet. I know a couple people who have. It's kind I of mean- fun. I mean, you know, if nothing else, it might uh, help people who are new to the dating world how not to get catfished or one hundred percent You know, it could be helpful. One hundred percent kindler it's, swindler. It's it's good reality
3: TV. To did watch.
2: you watch it? Yeah, I did. I mean, he scammed up to ten million from I know. women. It's terrible. He's uh, he's not the only fraud on a dating app. Certainly, but uh, they Here's, say the Federal Trade Commission said in 2021 that people were sw- swindled, they estimated $547 million.
3: I totally believe this. And the telling sign mm-hmm. is the love. Just bombing. moved here. Just moved no, here. just moved here from some other country. Mm-hmm. I'm an architect or an engineer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a widow. Mm-hmm. I have a younger child or something, depending on what age group you're in. And... Um, the wording is always just a little off.
2: Yeah, I want to learn more about. That's why don't in a in a profile online don't say you're recent recently broke up. No, don't put anything like
3: that because then you're a target. One
2: hundred percent, you're targeted.
0: All
3: right, everybody, have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow.
2: Job done. Off you go.